It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Lockdown Reds podcast right here on this Thursday. Had to think about that for a minute. We are almost back to season play. It feels like it's been forever and it's only been a few days. I'm sure some of the players wishes it was a little bit longer, but that break came in at a very interesting time for the Reds. I want to look at the trade market for what's available for the Reds, but that's going to be later on because we have Rob Wooten with us here today to talk about the Chattanooga lookouts and going to ask him some questions about the pitching development system for the Reds farm system. That's all coming up here in just a minute. Before we get into all of that, though, you know, we got to go to the graphic. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans and baseball fans alike? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. We got a jam-packed episode coming for you today. Before we get into all that, I wanted to let you know you can follow the show at Locked On Reds on Twitter. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter account right there, at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Make sure that you're subscribed to this YouTube channel. And you follow on whatever app you're currently listening to. That's uh, all of the housekeeping stuff, I believe. And we will get into this conversation here. We started talking about the Reds minor leagues yesterday with Jeff Gilbert from Dayton Daily News to give us an update on the Dragons. And I kind of thought there was an interesting link here. So we're going to go to Chattanooga. We're not really going in any sort of order when it comes to the minor leagues, but hey. It's my podcast. We're actually going to connect it. It's the Graham Ashcraft Bridge, as I like to call it. And coming in to talk about that is the man, Rob Wooten. He's been on the show before. Talked to him a couple of times. Rob, it's good to see you, sir. How you doing? Doing well, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. I, um, I know that it's not necessarily the midway point since the minor league season was all kind of goofy. 
the way that the scheduling worked out this year, post COVID and everything like that. But to this point so far, how awesome has it been to be the pitching coach of these Chattanooga lookouts? Yeah, it's been fantastic. Um, just to be on the field again, um, in a uniform with fans in the stands with an environment and have all the smells of a ballpark, um, and working with these, these guys has been a real pleasure. I know that you did a lot of different virtual stuff and things like that during COVID. So definitely being in person has to feel a lot better. <laughs> a whole lot better. Yeah, it's a way better. Much easier. And you've gotten to see quite a bit of talent. I know that Hunter Green and Nick Ladello is still there. And Hunter Green has now moved on to AAA. Now you have Graham Ashcraft. What has it been like to work with those guys? Oh, man. Um, I mean, it's my job looks pretty easy uh, when you have three <laughs> pitchers like that that could could potentially help our big league club uh, this year. I mean, Hunter was uh, fantastic. Everyone knows about his fastball, but just his preparation, uh, the development of his off-speed pitches, uh, just the whole, the whole game as far as what he does uh, to get himself ready was just a uh, big step forward for him. Adolo obviously pitching in the uh, Futures game. Um, he's, he's ready. I mean, my goodness, his, his repertoire of pitches is, is second to none. I mean, he's got four or five pitches that he can throw that are plus plus, um, just a good, good kid. And then Graham comes up here and, and looks like an absolute all-star. So, uh, it's been really fun working with those guys. Absolutely. How would you characterize the lookout season thus far? I mean, we're in first place, uh, and I think we haven't even played our best ball yet. Um, I know our, our manager here, Ricky Gutierrez, has just really done a fantastic job of creating an environment, uh, a very professional environment, a fun environment, um, that our players get to come to work every day um, and look into win. Uh, we play to win. Um, obviously, development's first, but we play to win, and that's something that, you know, somewhat unique in the minor leagues, uh, and I, I preach to our players all the time. It's It's actually – um, it's actually refreshing to show up to the ballpark every day with the goal in mind to win. Um, and that's something that we've done a pretty good job of, but we haven't even played our best ball yet. I think the best ball is to come. I know from the positional side of things, Jose Barrero was there at the beginning of the year, and he just got his call up here recently. He was in the Futures game as well. What's it been like to watch him work every day? I know that Reds fans have a keen interest on him, seeing him in the major leagues last year and kind of anxiously awaiting his return. Yeah, he's a special talent. I mean, my goodness, you look at him, he just you look at him and you say, Wow, that dude's gotta be good just by his body type. I mean, just big frame, short stop, smooth at short stop, really good hands, um, some really good pop. Uh, he's learning he's learning how to play the game now. Um, you know, obviously he went to the major leagues at a very, very young age, and that can be difficult for anybody. I don't care how good you are. Um, he's obviously a, a top talent. So I expect when he goes back that's it. He's not coming back here. So uh, um, he's, he's going to be a really good player for a long time. I saw the executive uh, editor, I think is his title, JJ Cooper for baseball America. He was talking about Barrero after he hit his Homer in the uh, futures game. He said that, you know, whenever he got brought up, it was a little bit early, maybe kind of rushed him a little bit, but the next time that the reds bring him up to the majors, he's going to be there to stay. And I mean, that's huge coming from a national talking head, but also, too, getting to see him every day. You know exactly the talent that he's got, and and I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I thought that he, he showed flashes, especially with the glove last year, that it's like, man, there is a solid base there, and he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and, and what he dealt with earlier in the year with the loss of his mother um, to yeah. come back um, and, you know, the – 
it was a safe place for him on the baseball field. Um, and obviously watching him go through that was devastating, but um, he handled it unbelievably. He's stronger than I would be, uh, for sure. Uh, I was really proud of him, of how he handled himself and how he came back. And, uh, you know, we, we took care of him. We were, we were there for him, still there for him. I know it's, it's not easy, but, you know, the baseball field is kind of his sanctuary. Outside of Jose, who else has really stood out there in the field and at the plate? Man, um, you're asking the pitching coach on this end when I put all my attention <laughs> on, on our pitchers. But, you know, I do get I get a I get a front row seat. Um, so I get to watch these guys every day. And, you know, for me, it's, it, um, Lorenzo Cedrola has just, you know, if you'd have told me at the beginning of the year, he would be our three hole hitter hitting in the 320s. I probably would have said, I'll take that for sure, but I don't see it. But my goodness, the kid has just been a steady, steady player from day one and uh, is really kind of the staple of our lineup. Uh, we know when he comes to the plate with guys on, he's going to give us a professional at bat. Uh, he usually comes through um, and, and gets the RBIs too. So, man, he's just, he's just been great. But, you know, it's always somebody every night. Um, you know, we have a really good hitting team, um, and they've done a really good job of, of keeping us in games and scoring. Um, and I think we lead the league in hitting, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so uh, really everyone has kind of done their part. But, you know, Sid has really kind of separated himself and just done a really good job. T.J. Hopkins has come up, come on lately and just been an absolute stud. So uh, guys are just kind of, you know, having their time to shine and they don't and they don't uh, they don't miss that, op- that opportunity. Absolutely. Hey, it's it's good to hear the Dragons are in first place. The Lookouts are in first place. And we got some good minor league baseball going on in the Reds farm system. And, and Rob, if you don't mind hanging around for just another minute, I want to talk to you about kind of the pitching development side of things. It's something that Reds fans have heard a lot of, whether you're uh, reading articles or hearing people talking about the alignment of Derek Johnson, Kyle Bodie, Eric Jagers, and everybody in all of the pitching staffs and things like that. So I want to get your take on that here. In just a minute, before we jump into that, though, I wanted to let you, everybody know that you can go to betonline.ag and set up your profile today with the promo code locked on. You'll get 50% added onto your initial deposit and you can start making some money off of your sports knowledge today. Don't really have any tips for you today because we don't have any baseball coming up until tomorrow which I cannot wait for, and we'll have a tip for you then. But right now, just taking a look at the other lines, if you've got NBA Finals that you're looking at, you can also look at MMA, boxing, they've got soccer, they've got all of the sports that you can think of. And if you really want to even get into like uh, reality TV and stuff like that, you can bet on that too at betonline.ag. Set up your profile today with the promo code locked on. And get 50% added onto your initial deposit. BetOnline.ag is the only online sports book that I trust, and you should too. That's BetOnline.ag and the promo code locked on. And speaking of the internet, real quick too, if you're looking for a part for your car, head over to RockAuto.com. They've got all the parts that your car will ever need will ever need and they've got reliably low prices too whether you are an amateur and you're just trying to get a brake pad or you're also trying to get some kind of tail light something like that they've got it plus they've also got stuff for your classic car if you're trying to restore an old chevelle or something like that rockauto.com has it and they've got a great easy to use interface to find that part so when you're there in the checkout section in the how'd you hear about us area type in locked on to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Lockdown Reds podcast sent you. That's rockauto.com. And in the checkout section in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On. Rock Auto. 
has all of the parts that your car will ever need. I appreciate you hanging out through the ads there. (laughs) Um, I wanted to get your take. So it's kind of been a topic here in recent years because especially through like 2016, 17 and 18, we saw just so many guys coming up from the minor leagues and we had such high hopes for all these different dudes, but they never seemed to pan out. And from a fan's perspective, you always think that the next guy coming up is going to be that Cy Young. So it's kind of jarring whenever they're not, but at the same token, you've, you've got the Reds going all out setting up their developmental system in the minor leagues with pitching with Kyle Bodie and Derek Johnson and Eric Jagers and the whole driveline experience. What has that change been like? Cause I know that you've been in the system uh, as a pitcher and now as a pitching coach. Well, let me first say that, you know, pitching in the major leagues is very difficult. I don't care who you are and how good you are. Um, it's, it's sometimes expectations are set so high. It's not fair to the player. And to go and face, face you know, future Hall of Famers, all-stars, um, it's really difficult. So you know, i got to cut these kids some slack every once in a while. I've been there and done that. I know how difficult it is. Um, so, but look, no, I mean, our, our leadership team on the pitching side is just uh, incredible. Um, they continue to educate us on uh, new resources, new technology, um, and we stay connected on a daily basis. And, you know, we, we, we've obviously – we. Velocity is is one thing everyone knows and understands, and what you know driveline is all about, and, and how they can um, create velocity in pitchers, and everyone knows that. But it's more about the development of other pitches here uh, with us, and the pitch design, um, and the resources and technology that we have our have access to for our pitchers in between starts, during starts, during appearances, um, video biomechanics. I mean, there's so many things, labs that we've had set up in spring training to really break these guys down to give them some. Uh, some some pointers and, and which and drills to help them kind of achieve or where they're trying to go. And I'll give an example. Uh, last night, even uh, Connor Curlis. Connor Curlis has a unique fastball where it carries uh, through the zone. It's not a really high velocity fastball, but it gets on hitters really really quick. And he's been really really good at that. His off speed pitches has has not been up to par yet. He's been able to dominate with his fastball, but especially playing in this league playing these teams over and over and over again, they're going to start cheating to that fastball a little bit. Well, he's, he's been working really, really hard, uh, you know, behind the scenes on designing his slider, his curveball, and his changeup. And last night we challenged him to use it more and bring that out to the field. And my goodness, he was electric. I mean, his off-speed last night was really, really good. And I was extremely proud of him, of how he came out and executed that. So it's not just a velocity. It's, it's everything involved, and uh, the pitch design is a real thing. And it's able to kind of show these players what best fits their style, what, what off-speed or what pitch best fits their style based on the readings and metrics that we get on their pitch types. So uh, with Connor last night, it was just kind of came all to fruition where he's been working since day one on those pitches, and they've not been very good. They've been okay in the bullpen. And in the game, they just haven't translated yet. And last night they did. Um, so that was a huge step forward for him. Um, and that's kind of what we do here is uh, continue to develop these kids because, you know, they're, they're going to need that. Um, and when they have it and when they get it, you see the smile on their face. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. It, how often would you say you communicate uh, with Derek Johnson and Kyle Bodie and those guys? You know, I don't, I don't bother DJ that much. He's, he's, he's trying to win a championship there. Um, I know he communicates with Kyle 
um, and our leadership group on the Marling side on a daily basis. And that information gets to me. I do know I talk with DJ quite a bit during the offseason. Um, he's heavily involved in what we're doing here. Uh, he wants everyone to be connected, and we are. Uh, we have staff Zoom calls weekly. Um, I'm talking with Kyle on a, almost a daily basis on uh, on guys, on on ideas. I mean, they're just full of ideas. So, um, But we're connected as an organization from top to bottom. Nice. I, I loved hearing that, especially whenever they brought Derek Johnson in a couple of years ago. It was it was nice to hear. I, I don't necessarily know what it was like before that, but from a fan's perspective, hearing that the organization is aligned is, is such a it, it's a kind of weirdly comforting thing. You know, I mean, it's not something you think about when you're having a beer at a bar watching a game, but it's also in the back of your mind, like, all right, the Reds know what's up now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. It's been it's been a, it's been refreshing to work for an organization like this that is just is just connected from top to bottom and there's no separation. We're all in this together. We all have one goal in mind, and I know those fans want a championship, and so do we. Have you seen? Um, I, I've talked to a couple of prospect people and, and draft experts and things like that. Guys who really dig their teeth into the college landscape and who's going to be the next best, you know prospect and things and all that and whenever they say they see a guy go to the reds and they are super excited to see that dude go to the reds and develop have you seen that on a player side like guys getting in here like all right this is what's up this is where i want to be yeah i can kind of speak to that to last year um before really i got hired um i I was still you know on a on a player's contract during the covid um, but i had really retired and the reds have kind of kind of brought me on as a almost a special assistant type kind of doing all kinds of different roles and listening to meetings and sitting in on pitching meetings and organizational meetings to prepare for the next chapter of my life, which was, was awesome for them to let me do that. But I remember having some phone calls with some non-drafted free agents last year, almost recruiting them uh, to us. And a lot of them were so intrigued and excited about the res and that's where they wanted to go. And some of them even said, I'm glad I didn't get drafted. So I had the opportunity to sign with the res because of the developmental process that they have. So, it's out there, and and kids, you know, kids these days they expect um, they expect for organizations to know what these metrics mean and how to help them and take them to the next level because they're all educated too now. It's, that's part of pitching. When I was coming up, I had no idea what any of this mean, um, and probably better that I didn't. Um, but you know, now saying that, I wish I would have had all of this as a professional because I really think it would have helped me uh, quite a bit. So these, these players out there know, they, they know what's going on and that it definitely benefits us as an organization. I can't, I I feel like I might've asked you this in one of our past chats, but what was it like the first time you heard the idea of spin rate? I didn't understand it. I mean, I just (laughs) like, like, what does it do? I mean, yeah, I think my ball spins when I throw it. Um, um, But no, it was, (laughs) I had a pretty high spin rate curveball, I guess you could say, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know um, how to make it better. I, di- I just didn't understand it, and and not because I didn't want to. It was just it was just never a part of our process in in the minor leagues or the major leagues at the time. It was kind of coming up, um, and I remember throwing on a rap soda for the first time. I was like, I don't know what any of this means. And they would show it to me, and I'd look at it and I'd say, This is great. What does it mean? I know what the velocity means. That's it. I need to know the other stuff. Right. So, um, but nowadays, you're as a pitching coach at this level or really any level, you better know what that stuff means or you're going to get left behind. 
That's awesome. Rob, I appreciate you coming on and talking about the Chattanooga lookouts and kind of giving us an inside look at what driveline's been doing for the Reds farm system and the pitching and things like that. I always appreciate getting the chance to talk to you, man, and hopefully lookouts get a win tonight and the rest of the week and the rest of the month and the rest of the year. I like it. Thanks, Jeff. All righty. So we are going to move on to doing some trade topics. I always appreciate getting the chance to talk with Rob. That's coming up here in just a minute. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is a tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same feel and buzz that you're used to, but without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, which is the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry white pouches. Nothing feels and gives you that same buzz without the tobacco like Fully Loaded Chew. When you're looking for a smokeless tobacco alternative, Fully Loaded Chew is a great option because it does not have tobacco, but it still gives you that nicotine buzz. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Reds listeners a special offer right now. You can try for just $1. That's right. Only $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use the promo code Locked On. Just $1 and free shipping if you use the code locked on at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, make it fully loaded chew. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, for this final segment here, I had a great time talking with Rob. Always love talking baseball with Rob Wooten and uh, seeing the Chattanooga lookouts as successful as they've been this season and to kind of get a little bit more of a feel for the way that the Reds' pitching development has gone since bringing in Kyle Bodie. It's awesome to see and hear and good stuff there. But I want to shift focus back to the Major League team because now with the second half getting underway tomorrow, Against the Brewers, yep, we've got more heart palpitations coming, Reds fans. We're also into the thick of trade season. I was reading some different things, different takes from writers and beat reporters about teams as to why it's been so quiet recently, and they said that generally most front offices wait until after the draft to worry about improving the MLB side because their whole scouting focus is on amateur players, college players, high school players, and who is going to be the best fit for the future of the team. So then after they're done with the future, they focus on the present, which, you know, take that with what you will. But looking at some of the options, it makes sense as to why there's not really been that much movement because we had the later draft date of July 11th through the 13th, and it's usually in the middle of June. So that's why... I'm guessing, hopefully, I'm trying to be a little bit optimistic here that the Reds off 
front office has been so quiet here recently that we've heard Nick Crawl saying things like, yes, absolutely. We want to do what we can to improve the team. We want to make the team better. Yes, absolutely. Which are all good things. But I see better than I hear. And most people do too. So we're waiting to see what the Reds are going to do. There are a couple of options out there. The, the first option anybody is thinking of is uh, bullpen help. And the best option I can think of to go to that as you're reading about which teams are sellers, which teams are buyers, which teams are maybe looking to trade one guy and then be done with it, which teams have a dearth of guys that they can trade from, the first team that I'm looking for and the team that I believe Nick Crawl should just absolutely be dialing incessantly like a very clingy boyfriend is the Minnesota Twins. They've got a dearth, a girth, a wealth of relievers that they could trade from and not really hurt their bullpen for next year because they're probably thinking that something weird happened in 2021 because they were pretty good in 2020, but something weird happened in 2021 and they're going to be right back in the thick, thick of things in 2022. And if you trade from your bullpen, you're not really going to hurt your future all that much unless you're like the Reds and you're just trading off your best pieces and not getting anything back for them. And then you have to piece together a bullpen from some other folks. But when you look at the twins, they've got a lot of interesting arms. Now, the first one that anybody's going to talk about, because I've seen this a lot on Twitter, and I would be amazingly excited to see the Reds go get this guy, is Taylor Rogers. He's their closer. He is phenomenal. He's got a strikeout rate over 30. He's got a walk rate below 4%. Absolutely fantastic stats and would love to see him but he is under control for one more year. Anybody, whether they're amazingly good or if they're just solid, if they have an extra year of control, is usually more expensive than a rental. So the Reds would probably have to pony up something substantial to get Rodgers in a trade. Not to mention the fact that I'm sure there's lots of other teams that are looking at Rodgers as well. There's a lot of other guys on this bullpen that could be interesting targets to go with. You've got Tyler Duffy, who is a pretty good setup dude. He's seen his numbers tick down a little bit. He had an over 30% strikeout rate last year. This year, it's like 22%, and he has a 12% walk rate. So maybe not him. You could look at Hansel Robles. Robles has had, or uh, Robles, Hansel Robles has actually had a pretty nice season out of the middle relief spot could help the Reds. You also look at Alex Colome, who was the closer for the White Sox and signed a one-year deal. He would be a rental for the Twins, and he didn't really start off that great. Wasn't a wasn't the production that they were expecting to get out of him. He's kind of calmed down here a lot lately and giving up a lot of ground balls. Most of his batted balls have been ground balls at 58% in his last 20 appearances. So those are the kind of numbers that you're looking for. But if I'm Nick crawl, I am just absolutely blowing up that front office, trying to work out a deal because I believe it could be had. You've got a pretty smart team. The twins have always been an organization that has run very well. And I think that the reds could make some kind of deal with them. The other team that you kind of look at, and they don't have the bullpen help that we're really looking for. They've got Michael Gibbons, but the Colorado Rockies, we've got Michael Gibbons that the reds could go after, but he's not as good as pretty much most of those twins relievers. So he, I don't think he would be that expensive. Plus he's a rental as well. 
you could also look to bolster the starting rotation with one of John Gray or Herman Marquez, and then you could maybe move Goody to the bullpen, kind of turn him into what we've seen the Brewers do with Eric Lauer and Brent Suter, or, you know, I don't know, things like that. You could get creative if you go make a deal with the Rockies. Here's the problem with the Rockies. You can see one article where there is a quote that says, yes, we are looking to build the future of our team. And then you can see another article that says Bud Black guarantees they're not trading Herman Marquez. The Rockies are a mess and they're going to continue to be a mess. So what does that look like for the Reds? Can they swoop in like the Cardinals and get a really easy, awesome deal that everybody in the world agrees they fleece the Rockies to get Nolan Arenado? Or are you dealing with the other side of the Rockies that is all of a sudden super tight-fisted and don't want to trade anything? Who knows what you're going to get there? Plus, I, I, I just like the options in Minnesota a lot more than Colorado. So I'd be interested to see how Nick Crawl does with that. But I'm looking at the Twins, and I'm going to be watching them on MLB.tv to see how their players continue to perform here in the second half as well as our good old red legs, because we got a series against the Brewers. We'll be talking about that tomorrow. And I have Justin Rock, the play-by-play voice for the Daytona Tortugas, will be joining me as well to give us an update from Daytona. That's all coming up on tomorrow's Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for watching and listening to today's podcast. Now, tell your smart device to go play the Lockdown MLB podcast. They take a look, Sully does, around the major leagues whether present or past he's got a wealth of knowledge that he imparts to you each and every day check out the lockdown mlb podcast wherever you get your podcast but as for me and lockdown reds that'll do it for us today thanks again and i'll talk to each and every one of you tomorrow Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.